Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks. My name is Mike Hensley. I'm your host, and today we're talking all about ticks. I'm really ticked off about it. <laughs> we have a special guest with us today, and it is Becky Heinlein. So, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so Becky actually used to be. Cheryl and my boss here. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your title here? I forget. Um, Everything the changes. marketing coordinator and the programs manager. That's right. And then now you work at Ottawa Soil and Water Conservation District in Ottawa County. My office is in Oak Harbor. And she is a frequent listener of the podcast. Yep. I'm on episode 19. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Becky's an advocate of the podcast and she loves it. Mm-hmm. Don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we invited Becky on because of two reasons. One, because Becky knows us really well, and it would be an easy um, kind of flow, except yeah. for you, Kippy. She doesn't really know you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I also wanted to, um, I had referenced ticks in one of the episodes, and when Becky had listened to it, she had texted all of us immediately. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't mean to make you feel weird about your tick jar. So, well, I felt bad because you had just, oh, there's the tick jar. I have the tick jar with me. <laughs> you know, you had just started and I apparently was not a very welcoming manager because I thought, ew, what is on your desk? <laughs> <laughs> she just like, well, because my desk was right by the door too. She just comes over and she's talking to me and she's like, what is that? I was like, oh, that's my tick jar. And then I see Melissa's head pop up. Cheryl's head, <laughs> Cheryl was behind was me right, at the time yeah. and her head pops up and they're like, what? A what? Yeah, so... <laughs> I have a tick jar. Yeah. So I, you might want to explain your tick jar. Well, that's where the ticks go to die. So <laughs> there aren't many people that let ticks live. If I'm out in the woods and I see one on me, I'll flick it off. Yeah. But like when I find one, pretty much from spring all the way up until fall, I carry a small little jar with me that has 90% isopropyl alcohol. Kippy is fascinated right now and probably a little grossed out <laughs> um, as he looks at me. But and when I find one, I just drop it in there. I actually have two. The other one's at the house. So I don't have to take them back and forth. It's about halfway full. That's my main one. So (laughs) this one also has an emerald ash borer in it too. I was actually in my car in Lorraine County when I first moved here. And that was like sitting on my leg. I'm like, oh, and I didn't have anywhere to put it. So I just put it in here. Oh, And he lives there now. Well, he spends time. He doesn't really live. Well, yeah, he's dead. (laughs) They're dead. His resting place. (laughs) Their graveyard. (laughs) So um, I don't get joy out of watching ticks suffer or anything like that but they're they're parasites that's where they need to be so i decided we were going to talk about ticks because ticks are going to be kind of a part of everyone's life for the next Mm -hmm. few months yeah and you got to know what's going to happen what you need to do and they're not really that bad i know i say that and everybody's like but i'm i'm i am outside probably 90 percent of the time so i probably pull off at least 30 to 60 ticks a year mm-hmm. off myself. So it's, it's pretty um, it's easy common. to, yeah, it it's is. common. Yeah. It's common and it's, it's not, not as bad as you think. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not pleasant, but you're like, oh. So at this point, all the listeners are currently scratching themselves mm-hmm. because yeah. it's scratching like the back of your mm-hmm. neck. Well, ankles. so, all right, before we continue on with ticks, do you remember the first time you had a tick, everyone, like yeah. embedded in you? I've never had one embedded. <gasps> what? Yeah. My dog has, but not me. Wow. Kippy, I know you know. I have had dozens of ticks embedded oh. in me. Ugh. Yeah. I have too. It still gives me... What about you, Cheryl? Um, 
I remember the first time I I found a tick. It wasn't embedded, but I was in the middle of class. Like my I went to hawking, so we're outside. We were outside a lot, so we came back inside for a lab or something. And I was sitting and I was writing and I felt this like tingling behind my neck. Like, you know, how your hair like kind of moves. And <laughs> so I'm like, I put my hand back behind my neck and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> you knew. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, ugh. I so, still don't like it. So my very first one was embedded in my belly button when I was nine. I have what? heard stories about that. Yeah. So I was cleaning out and it was a, it was, like the ones that cause Lyme disease, oh. Lyme's disease. It was the um, the deer tick, not the because I grew the up in West spot Virginia. In the middle of it, did they have yeah. that spot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was in the shower and I was like, "What is that? Do I have a growth <laughs> in my belly button now?" And then I went. I was like, "Mom, I can't see what this is." And she's like, "Oh my god!" So she had to like get in there with tweezers and pull a tick out of my belly button. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? I've never had. I've never had a tick grow on me i've had it embedded and and it's stuck to me for maybe a day or two but i've never seen one swell and fill with blood like you would on an animal yeah so i have on my dog before not my current dog but dogs in the past Mm -hmm. like tucked under their ear under their arm not an armpit their dog leg pit dog leg pit (laughs) so it takes it takes a while for them to grow it it can take uh two to 12 days for them to fully engorge and it's the females that get that big chunky one like they get real big yeah we've pulled one off my dog like right but in his between his eyes like in between his eyebrows if that would be a place and oh yeah pulled it off and and it wasn't in there too it was not hard to pull off yeah um probably because there's not a lot of fat in there yeah but ironically melissa price right when she came back from south carolina this was like a week or two ago pulled a deer tick off of cooper Mm -hmm. her dog and handed it to, well, she had it taped on her desk. I was like, can I have that? She's like, she's like okay. I was like, you don't know how, you, you just made my day because I can use this for education now. I can show yeah. people. And like, you know what? Maybe it was an out-of-state tick. It was. Yeah. It was because yeah. she found that a few awesome. more and she was like, oh, now I got to check all the dogs. It definitely was an out-of-state tick because huh. I have, as much time as I spend outside, I have not encountered a deer tick in this part of Ohio mm-hmm. yet. So That's dog good. ticks everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Every stinking wear. Yeah. Deer ticks are just smaller. Yeah. And they usually tend to be in a more wooded area. So not that we don't have wooded area, but like a dense wooded area that's got low-lying moisture. Mm-hmm. So Edison Woods wouldn't be um, the best place because that's like a wetland. It's not just moist. It's like really wet in there. So they wouldn't really survive very long. Um, so <laughs> they're parasites. Yeah. Arachnid parasites. So they're related to spiders. Mm-hmm. And... The thing is, is the coolest thing I think about them is they basically just sit on a piece of grass or a tree branch and they just sit there with their arms out like this. <laughs> just ready to grab There are yeah. scientists. <laughs> you That's have to awesome. go, you have to go look this up. Like there are scientists who have like put cameras on these things and they're just like with their two front legs out, just like this. And Mike is posing like a tick. <laughs> <laughs> I have a clear view of what that would look like in, in the wild. <laughs> and they wait for you to come by and they can smell. So, and then they just... And they have these little hooks, just like kind of like some mm-hmm. spiders do. And the hooks just like hook in and then they oh. shimmy up. That's how they get you. Mm. Well, actually, this is the noise they make. Nope. <laughs> I hit that's the wrong button. <laughs> oh, it's this one. Oh, that's, that's much better. One. That's, yeah. one. That's, what it, that's the sound it makes when you pull it out. <laughs> Saved myself. Right? All right, so... I think the thing I wanted to do with this podcast is is make people feel a little bit more comfortable about mm-hmm. ticks. 
So obviously you should remove them immediately. If you get a tick embedded in you and you're concerned that there might be something wrong with it, save it. Or like you, it might have given you some type of illness, whether it's um, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, which can be done from the uh, our common dog tick that we have here. Deer tick does Lyme's disease. And we have one more. I've only found one of these and not in this county is a Lone Star tick. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not super common, more in the southern part yeah. of Ohio. But they can give you Q fever and Star 1, which is another kind of bloodborne yeah. illness that can give you fevers and chronic kind of sickness. Do we get black-legged ticks? That's the deer tick. That's oh, an- okay, it's that's another, another name, another name, for, name it? for them. Yeah. Common names. So the reason that they get that name deer tick is because they're mostly found on, on deer. deer. Okay. Um, but they get Lyme's disease from field mice, moles, and voles first. So that's where they usually pick it up first. And then in their so, nymph stage. So they get it from somewhere else. Yep. And then pass it to the deer. Okay. So, and then the, they get it, then they drop off the deer and then they'll bite you. And if they're in there for too long, you can get it as well. Hmm. So if you ever get a chance to watch, they've, they've also done like microscopic video of how ticks embed themselves. So basically it's like these two barbs and it goes in and those barbs open up like this and it latches to your skin. Mm-hmm. And then they just sit there for as long as they can. And the worst part is, oh, this is super gross. <laughs> so this probably happens on your dogs. Ooh. But ticks can mate while attached or while just laying about. Huh. So if there's a male and a female, they can mate on there. Here's the grossest part. They lay 2,000 eggs. I thought we were supposed to be making people feel more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just trying to make them more comfortable about getting bit by a tick. Okay. So... Mm. That, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah, two thousand. Two thousand. <laughs> yep, two thousand eggs. Yep. So do they have like an anticoagulant that they inject in us too to so you can't feel flowing? it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So and then they're kind of sucking at the same time. They have a little proboscis inside of there that pulls towards. So, and these little guys are just like, I think they're. I just find them fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think for me, more than anything, is like they're not gross. They're not icky, but. They're very kind of intriguing because they've been able to succeed and live f- for this long yeah. and not be wiped out from pesticides, herbicides, all those things. So the hardy, <laughs> hardy animals, places to find them. So our dog ticks are usually going to be found on like a tree line edge that's close to like a trail or a farm field or something like that. You're not really going to find them deep in the woods. They like to kind of hang out on the edge. And if you think about some of the mammals and things, they kind of use those edges as they move in and out. So it's easy for them to get in yeah. in different areas. Um, I already mentioned about the the deer tick and how they tend to be more deep in the woods than rather out of the woods. And then there is the Lone Star, which can be in both habitats and kind of move back and forth. What about people's backyards? You can get them there, um, especially if you have animals and things like that or you mm-hmm. live close to um a different or if you live close to a wooded area or like a trail or a park or something like that it's not impossible to get them mm-hmm. but chances are say you don't walk a lot of forest edges or in a lot of tall grass and things like that if you have an animal or a pet and you find one on you chances are it came in on your pet first uh. so uh flea tick and heartworm medication all those things are good for your pets mm-hmm. but the ticks like they still because my dog does the the drops and we have a flea collar for her Mm -hmm. 
Um, and she still manages to get one or two in her no matter what I do. Oh, yeah. So either I'm getting tricked <laughs> by the, the vet about the tick medication that right. we're getting or it's just not working. Yeah. Um, so there was this terrible... So I know we're going to say, you, Becky, you're going to go, I thought we were trying to make people <laughs> less scared. <laughs> so like, I yeah. remember in middle school, this girl got a tick attached to her eye, oh my like gosh. in the corner of her eye. Oh my gosh. And I'll never forget her name. It's Tiffany Remsburg. I'll, I never, I will never forget her. Shout out to Tiffany. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Shout out to Tiffany. If you've ever, if you ever hear this, I still think about you, not in a weird way, <laughs> but the tick in your With eye. The tick in your eye. <laughs> Like the tick. <laughs> Not the tick, but the tick in your eye. So I remember it like it was yesterday. We're in third grade, Mrs. Slack's class. And she's like, she's like rubbing her eye, rubbing her eye, rubbing her eye. And the teacher says, Miss Slack says, Tiffany, are you okay? Do you need to go to the nurse? She's like, no, I'm fine. I just have something in my eye. Well, maybe you should go to the nurse. No, I'm fine. So she goes over to her and I just hear her go, oh my God. <laughs> See? And she realizes there's like a slightly engorged tick in her eye. This girl had to wear, oh my God, I felt so bad. She had to wear an eye patch for like three months because really? it like distorted her vision. <sighs> and like when they, I guess when they pulled it out is when they did the most damage. Cause like what, what's the, t I should know this, but what's the top layer of your eye? Uh, I have, no, I don't remember. I don't know. It's like a membrane or something. I can't yeah. think of it. But anyway, when they pulled it, they pulled that too. <gasps> and like. Or uh, I had to heal from yeah, that. Yeah, had to heal oh. from that. She had to wear an eye patch for so long. Aww. And like, whew, I could I could do it pretty much anywhere else. So it was attached to her eyeball. Eyeball. That's crazy. Like Yikes. how? Yikes. I c I've heard of like ear. I've mm -hmm. heard of them getting in the ear. Mm -hmm. I had one on my belly button. Nose wouldn't be great either. You'd think mm -hmm. it was a booger and you just couldn't get it. <laughs> that would be gross. That would be gross. Be gross. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I... I just still, I still wonder if her eye still has problems too. Yeah. So, um, do ticks have a purpose? I'm gonna have you guys tell me oh if you think they have a purpose. Kippy, yes or no? Uh, sure. Sure. I think they do. Becky. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. I don't. I just don't know of anything that eats them. Actually, a lot of things do. Yeah. Probably. I was shocked oh, at birds, how much right? birds. Birds. Yeah. Birds. Um, small mammals will eat them. Oh. Uh, guinea fowl. That was like my grandma. I don't. I, I think this is like an old wives' tale, but like my grandma used to say, like, because she had guinea fowl, mm -hmm. and she said like they eat ticks, and then oh. I like years later I googled it and they actually do. Like they do. So like pick them up off the ground and stuff. So yeah, um, opossums do. Yeah. So, so yeah. they're a food source. They're a food mm -hmm. source. Mm -hmm. um, disease vector, but that so we know they pass disease very mm -hmm. easily, um, like most parasites do, but. What they do is they kind of manage populations whenever they get out of control. So if there's too many mice or too many moles or too many voles and they don't have other predators, these things are kind of managing that as well. So it mm -hmm. makes it a little bit okay. easier for them. And it's a species indicator, which is something I didn't know. So if they're not finding a lot of ticks, that means that there's a healthy balance in the ecosystem. So there's something eating the mice and eating... And the ticks are because the ticks usually latch onto mice and things in their nymph stage and their smaller stages. So if they're not finding a ton of ticks, that means 
that there's kind of a balance. Now, if they're finding an overabundance, that means there's not enough mice, there's not enough deer, there's not enough things for them to be feeding on. Oh. So I didn't realize that either. And I was like kind of blown away. I was like, oh, wow. like, I didn't even think about that. They're My whole life, I just thought, yeah, they're kind of important, but not really. Yeah, but like I didn't no. really fully understand. Like yeah. I know they're there for a reason. Everything has a place, yeah. except for wasps. I would love to see a good <laughs> argument for wasps. <laughs> Yellow jackets for me specifically because they're jerks. Yeah. Uh, The mud daubers, I guess, are good because they'll eat spiders and things. But everything has its place, whether we believe it does or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they also um, can kind of control. I already mentioned they can kind of control a population a little bit. Now, this is actually a myth. I thought it was real for so long, and then I dug a little deeper, and it is a myth. So I used to tell people... And I've told a lot of people some wrong information in my life. And this was one thing that I used to tell them was that uh, ticks usually tend to go to certain areas of your body based on the species. So deer ticks usually tend to um, go towards the lower half of your body, Mm. which is not true. They don't really care. Um, And then dog ticks usually tend to go towards the upper part of your body and your head and neck area, which or your armpits. Which tends to hold true. That's usually where I find them attached to me. I've found them on my neck, but then I had that one of my belly button, which was just just ever so slightly yeah. above my waistline. But um, probably the weirdest place I've had them is like in the center of my back. Oh. I always thought like, they went. I didn't know like species specific, but I always thought they just went to places that were like darker or warmer. They or usually easy tend to, to do hide. that. Yep, easy yeah. to hide. Hence my belly button mm-hmm. or my armpit. Like I've had them around my waistline, uh, like, your pants like pants, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a belt or Locked something. In there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some pressure and compressed area in there. But I think if I found an, if you find, if I found an engorged one on me, I would be like, how did I miss this? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would be upset at myself. But the other thing is, is you can have an engorged one, you never know. So a lot of people are like, oh, they're adults, so you only see them as adults. That's not true. Some of their nymph stages are like. I don't know, find a freckle on your hand or something. They're smaller than like super teeny tiny, like like a tip of a pen. One thirty second of an inch, like yeah, tip of a pen. So which (laughs) when we get to our news article, it's going to make you kind of queeze a little bit. (laughs) Um, But so they throughout their life stages, they kind of vary in size. And the biggest ones are the females, which would be for any spider because females are usually tend to be larger, larger arachnids. They're not spiders. My mm-hmm. apologies. And they just, they give you the heebie-jeebies. But like I said, if you're concerned, just call your doctor, take the tick in and I, they'll examine yeah, it. I used to get totally freaked out to see a tick. And then I got just a to little see more, one. just to see one, like crawling on my Did arm, I help my you? Leg. But yeah, I mean, I <gasps> learned... That if you see it crawling on you, just kill it. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. And uh, well, they're so hard I don't to kill. S- yeah. 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 Well, usually I would try to find some way to contain it, and then I, I know I gave a couple to my. Oh but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. Put it in a tick jar. <laughs> or I just throw it outside. Sometimes because I don't know what else to do here. with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys? Some Tara, our natural resource manager, she tapes them to the table. Hmm. That's to, what she does to so kill them. Can't go yeah. anywhere. So I can't move. Yeah. And like I've, there's been a few cases where I've had one and I've been holding it and then I drop it and I'm like, Oh crap. And then I never find it again. So yeah, but we're going to, we're going to move to our news article because this, this is going to spark one, a lot of conversation and 
the other thing is, is you're all going to have to stand up and look at this really quick because it's going to it's going to give you some some queasies here. So looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So are you ready? Yeah. The news article. All right. So I'm going to read you the headline like always. And then um, you will uh, tell me how you feel about this. All right. All right. Viral photo of ticks on muffin terrifies the internet. <gasps> the U.S. government <laughs> ruined muffins. I so think I saw that. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, um, there's a big kind of push in Ohio, too, to, to, to keep people aware of ticks and, and bloodborne illnesses and things that, that can harm you and mm -hmm. kind of cause you. But they also wanted to do, um, to show people how small some of these ticks can be. And I think they went the wrong way. Is it a picture of a muffin? It is a picture of a poppy seed muffin. Yes. I saw this picture because knowing that I was coming here, I think I like Googled ticks or something. And um, and when you yeah. look at it initially, um, Cheryl, go, go ahead and move over. Yeah. Okay. And when you look at it initially, you're like, oh, that's just oh, a delicious muffin. poppy seed muffin. Maybe it has a little bit of lemon in it. Maybe it tastes real nice. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay. okay. And then you read. And like, you read. <laughs> And then you have to realize that there are five ticks on the said muffin. Yeah. It is so crazy. Oh, my computer froze. So is it like a photo game? You have to try to find the ticks? Yeah. So, oh. But I promise you they're there. And my computer froze. I'm not surprised. And poppy seeds are real small, and they're real black, and they're round. Because mm -hmm. I, I almost – so I, I saw that picture, and I love to bake – and one of the new recipes I really like to bake is poppy seed bread. And I was going to make bread for today. Well, now I'm really sad I didn't. <laughs> went with if the you would have made poppy seed muffins, <laughs> I would have been like, she overprepared for this. No, thank you. <laughs> they probably kind of had the same no. consistency too, you know, kind of kind of crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Next Wait. time I come to visit you, I'm bringing you poppy seed bread and muffins. But anyway, <laughs> um, you can't see them on here, but I'm telling you they're there. Yeah, right there's one. So there is these little ticks, and they're actually, honestly, they're smaller than the poppy seeds. Mm -hmm. So when they're in their nymph stage, as I mentioned, you may yeah. never have known it was even on you. Yeah. Like, because once they get engorged, how big can they truly get? Right. The females are the only ones that get, like, grape-sized. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that, grape-sized. Oh, yeah, I've seen those before. So, so yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> every time everyone that's listening eats a poppy seed muffin, you're going to go... You're going to pull it up real close, and you're going to be like, did someone inspect put it. ticks on this? Because that, I, honestly, you could have been like, oh, they're the size of a poppy seed, or like, mm -hmm. like a poppy seed, and yeah. you could have just put poppy seeds out there. But instead... They took it a step further. They took it, I would even say three to four <laughs> steps further. Somebody had to go out and buy said muffin, mm -hmm. right. bring said muffin in, set it down, and say, hmm. Well, then you have what? to find a, the ticks, too, to ticks put on I feel it. like the ticks with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife are not that hard. Yeah, that's, <laughs> true. that's true. So they found the ticks pretty easily. That was probably the easiest part. Buying the muffin was probably the most complicated part, or unless someone made it. <laughs> but, like, who was like, this is what we're going to give to the people? Right. Because we, we think about it. If you ate that muffin, what if it gets in your mouth? Yeah. And, like, latches into your gums. Yeah. I've done yeah. nothing. I've done the exact might, opposite of what. You might what? think you just have like a little corn kernel in there for a day Flat or two. Aww. Two weeks later. And yeah. brush my teeth good. <laughs> <laughs> you brush your teeth and pop. Oh, <laughs> <so gross. laughs> you 
pop the little thing in there and you're like, oh, why is my gums bleeding? I thought I brushed my teeth great. Oh, Must gross. not be flossing enough. <laughs> well, doesn't that happen to dogs? Like, because their nose is mm-hmm. in the grass and the ticks get in their mouth and on the gum line, they'll embed themselves on the gum line. I didn't know that. So yeah. check your dogs in their mouth. mouth. Penny. Yeah. We're going to have to go home and look at our dogs. I've seen them in my dog's eyes, you know, like in the eyelids real bad. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they, the dog ticks, they're, they're clustered in there. I mean, there yeah. are so many of them. Yeah, because you grew up somewhere, Kippy, where dog ticks were, or deer ticks were just abundant yeah. and crazy. Ticks, so. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't know that, Cheryl, though, that they could yeah. get in the gum line. Yeah. Well, now i got to go check Penny. He's always got her face in the grass. <laughs> Ticks, ticks are fascinating though i mean look at pop culture i mean you've got like the show the tick the cartoon yeah, you've got, yeah. I, i've read uh, you know lots of science fiction stories about ticks and and people have taken them to a whole nother level for sure yeah definitely with the pop culture i actually completely forgot about that show until just now because he was like a big jacked dude yeah. and he was like in all blue suit <laughs> what was his like superpower though i don't know did he, did he like bite? It's hard people? to kill. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to kill. <laughs> Unsquishable. Unsquishable. Like, like <laughs> Put his arms up. Yep. Just yeah. wait. Yeah. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> so, has any of you ever had a tick in like a weird place? Oh, yeah. Do you care to share? Well, Becky, you've never had one attached mm-hmm. to you. Just that you know clothes. of. Yeah. That you know of. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's still there. <laughs> I don't think I have. No. I've had one in between my toes as well. Oh. Really? Yeah. Well, you wear those uh, Crocs still. Yeah. He does. Yeah, that's how they get in there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another those common holes. place for animals is between their toes as well. With yeah. The deer ticks. Yeah, yeah. With, with dogs and things because it's easy to get in. Yes, play. I'm still wearing Crocs, Becky. <laughs> I just had a moment of regret. Like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it's okay. But they're right over there on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, listen here, everybody. If you don't wear Crocs, I'm telling you, I'm a huge advocate for Crocs. It will change your life. I almost, you know, I haven't worked here for a couple years, but I almost texted you at Christmas because Crocs were the Christmas gift for my girls this year. Ah. So I can't say much. I mean, I don't own any. I don't wear them. But all my girls, I have three girls that are wearing Crocs. I almost bought a pair of Crocs this year. Yeah. Like Croc sandals. Should have done it. I have Crocs flip-flops those are comfortable yeah my wife but. like the like the thong flip-flops uh-huh. my wife has those too yeah she, she just bought them. the standard like the the traditional <gasps> yeah. yeah yeah but For then the you have to get the little attachments that the go little, they've there, been yeah. asking <laughs> <the characters. laughs> they got the standard pair but now they got plugs uh-huh. in all them yeah crocs are honestly probably the they only really reason i exist as a human <laughs> no seriously remember my my gross toe story oh and that's the whole reason i had uh, that's the whole reason I got Crocs because mm-hmm. I had that gross toe thing for a while. Yeah. So we'll save that for a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, everybody. We hope you guys enjoyed. And Becky, thank you for hanging out with us today. Thanks. And hopefully we can get you back on here some other time. Yeah, All right. good.